Hello, friends, and welcome to another exciting adventure of No Quest for the Wicked. Gentlemen, I've got two questions for you. Oh. 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 <laughs> I missed my cue. <laughs> Shit, I missed my cue. <laughs> Me and Terry were on point. Uh, are you ready to roll? Rock? No. Whoa, oh, what the Whoa. fuck? Oh, you can't. Dan, I want you to keep all of this. You cannot, you cannot remove your failure. No, no, no. That's not fair. Are you, are you ready to rock? No, don't you dare <laughs> cut that. Are you, are you Dan? You good? Hey, you? look. I'm not the one who went and gallivanted across the Mediterranean. Exactly. And- so you should be all right. I'm fucking, I'm jet lagged. I'm tired. I'm, I am ready to roll. Yeah, he's he's been on point with me. We're good. Let's go. I'm ready. I've been I mean, looking Terry forward to a though. train fight since my existence. Uh, the train comes to a stop, and everyone gets off safely, and you're good. Oh, um, sorry, said the robot. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I thought you were other guys. <laughs> uh, what a start! What a good start. Hey, man, have you have you heard that they're mining a whole bunch of Iberium? That can't be safe. I was oh, taking this train to go tell the authorities. Yeah, oh, man, I'll come along. Robot. Yeah. You want me in the ship? I'm yeah, real big, yeah. but that's okay. <laughs> we'll make it work. I can, I can hold on to the outside. We're going to die today. <laughs> As the boys have alluded, um, yes, you guys are on board uh, the train that is leaving the Ministry of Defense, heading back towards Gentino. Um, but during that point... A, uh, a scan has happened, and a robot seems to have arrived to deal with you guys as intruders on the train. Uh, you managed to successfully remove Kathan and Satir from that list of intruders. However, when the robot landed, it did rip open a hole in the roof of the train and grabbed Kathan out of the train. Yeah, I have questions about that. That, fe- mm. that feels sus as fuck. Sure. Maybe it's protecting him from us. Which, to be fair... Oh my god! You're probably 100% right! <laughs> what would you guys like to do? Alright, uh, Satir, stay here. Hide. Protect yourself. You're going through some shit. Uh, Durin, Cody, we have to get on top of this train. Oh, man. Train fight? Hell yeah, train fight. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna jump through the hole that the robot made and just up onto this, the train. Um, let's go. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm gonna grapple gun up right behind him. Hero landing. I just follow. <laughs> <laughs> he climbs up. He pulls over yeah. a crate. And stands on top. You know, get the get the little the step ladder out and just climbs down. Yeah, there was just like a ladder just right next to the hole. Yeah, Merrick follows all the safety procedures too. <laughs> he, he opens the door, climbs out the ladder. You guys launch yourselves up onto the roof of the train, and you see Catvin being held by this large robot. He is. He's got like this flat bottom that seems to be pulsing with magnetic energy and then he comes up almost in like a a cone shape with these two wire thin arms with guns on his shoulders and he's got sort of those like garbage claw like lego hands and he has them wrapped around Kathan and with the other arm he opens up a glass container in his stomach puts Kathan inside and closes it uh, and says, authorized personnel secure. <laughs> oh, this feels like a bad thing now. Yeah. Now we have to watch how we attack this thing. Uh, I'm more worried about him. I'm also worried about him running off with him. So, well, at least he's not just hungry. And then it looks at you three and the Lego grabby arms twirl around and reconfigure into 
one turns into sort of like a big spike and the other one turns into a gun and says unauthorized personnel detected everyone roll me some initiative oh hell yeah yeah dirt i don't think he's going anywhere no we just have to worry about killing him that's great oh fuck okay hit me 17 america uh dirt uh nine so america's doesn't love trains apparently uh, Misty Mountain gave, did me dirty, and I got a natural 20 for a 32 on my issue. What good dice. I know. They're absolutely fantastic. Can't wait for you to fumble the rest of this combat. <laughs> I just don't like going first in combat. I like reacting, and it's just like, well, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, believe it or not, Dern, you are going to go first. <sighs> All right. I'm just going to I'm going to activate my cloaking field, and I'm going to hide in plain sight. It's pretty impressive on the top of a moving train. <laughs> you know, um, let's see. Twenty-two. Uh, You're not seeking, right? This is just a. No, no. This is all just me using a stealth to hide in plain sight to get some bonuses on my next turn. Uh, he sees you. It was. It's on top of movie train. It's fair. You just gotta like take a step to the side. <laughs> <laughs> he just, just hides behind me. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> it is a cloaking field. All right, it is a thing. <laughs> He hides behind me. I step out of his way so he has room to shoot. It's like, oh my god, I didn't, I didn't mean to. Oh, get sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's my turn. What type of robot is this, Duran? Oh yeah, uh, can I do an engineering check? You sure can. Um, I got a thirty-four. Yep, that is enough. You know, this is one of the Ministry of Defense's interceptors. Uh, it is pretty clear what it does. It uh, it's meant to be a personnel uh, vehicle as well as a threat reducer. So it arrives to a site. It tries to contain what they deem as the most important person on site, uh, protect them, and then eliminate threats. Uh, You know the thing that Catherine has been put inside acts as uh, a force field. And um, there is, it is like a a solid thing, but it also has a force field attached to it. You know that he is, pretty safe against anything you do to the outside but you do have to make sure that you know it is a robot and if you do destroy it it might fall off the train so you might want to get kathan out before killing this thing uh question so if we destroy it like let's just say we destroy it, what ha- what's meant to happen to like that interior chamber is it meant to just like be like a like seal it up or is it like oh the robot's dead so th- whoever's inside is fucked too so you know that like the the thing won't just like pop open cuz it's dead he'll he'll still be in there right. and with your engineering check you can see that the reason this thing is even attached to the train right now is the magnetic bottom and you will mm. assume that if you destroy it that will stop working and this thing is probably not staying on the train. Gotcha. Okay. So that is sort of the immediate threat right now is, I mean, not the immediate threat, but the <laughs> the the danger of this combat right now is okay. Catherine is inside this thing and you need to get him out. And you know that there are a couple ways of doing it. You can brute force it and smash out that container and get him out. Mm-hmm. Or you can attempt to rewire or like bypass its programming but you would have to get on top of it, find its control panel, and hack it. All right. Uh, I will say, like, keep it distracted. I'll try to get Catherine. Don't disable the mag- its magnetic pull before I get him out. Okay. Yeah. I'll try we my best. do our best. No promises. Cody, it's your turn. I'm going to shoot him twice with my energy rifle. Uh, that is going to be a 20 EAC. Uh, that does it. That's going to be 19 points of fire damage. 
And the second one is going to be 22. Uh, that also hits. And that's going to be 18 points of fire damage. You give two quick pops with your gun, and it pierces the, the robot pretty pretty significantly. Yeah, I'm just trying to shoot it like up high, like near its face to draw its attention. Uh, and I'm sure I'm going to regret this when it's its turn. <laughs> um, well, good news. It's its turn. <laughs> Yay. It does a quick scan, and you see these like red beams come out of its eyes. It's going to get some bonuses on its attack rolls, uh, and it's going to attack twice. It moves forward within range, uh, so it can attack with its slam and one with its shot. And what's range for this thing? Uh, it's large, so he's oh, okay. five feet away from you guys now. I imagined like a big whip, uh, big whip arm. No, it's just like he turned his little Lego hand into mm-hmm. a spike. So for you, Cody, that is a lot. <laughs> yep, a lot hits me. Uh, 33 KC. Yeah. Oh, show. Uh, 13 points of piercing damage. Okay. And? <laughs> uh, nope, that's it. Oh, okay. And then Merrick, that is uh, 25 EAC. Yeah, that'll do it. That is 14 points of acid damage as it shoots its disintegrator beam at you. Disintegrate. All right. Merrick, it is your turn. All right. Um, all right, Darren, I'll keep it distracted. I'll go into photon mode and I will move up to base it so I can attack. So I'm assuming I'll get an attack of opportunity because it's large, right? Me moving up to you it. Can, cool. You can technically guard it, step into it. Okay, then I will guard, step into it and yep. um, make an attack. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, that's just going to be a 14. That's not enough. We don't have trains in the desert. I'm not used to going this fast. <laughs> yeah, your, your feet are kind of like slipping on the train a little bit. The wind is pushing you back. You're not used to fighting them. However, on this train and seeing the vista in front of you, the open desert and the mesas, you can't help but be reminded of home. Mm. Wait, are we doing a flashback mid-combat? Durin. Just taking it all in. It's your turn. Okay, I want... How close is this thing right now? Um, It is uh, five feet away from you guys at this point. Oh, sweet. All right, I'm going to pitch something your way real quick, because I want to get on this thing. Yep. Um, is there any way I can use my trick attack to get on him? So I know it's a pitch, so I can just be like, fuck it, we can just go and climb, and I, I will happily do that thing. Here's what I'm going to say. I will let you do this. You're going to have to give me an athletics check as well as a stealth check. Okay, okay, okay. So I'll let you approach him without taking the attack of opportunity, because I think that's what you're thing does right yeah 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 if i that's that's kind of what i'm going for but i guess i can just do the acrobatic straight without and just not worry about a, an attack opportunity right if i roll well or yeah um but the athletic is to uh will be to like mount uh, this thing all right let's do it let's mount it let's go let's go okay so give me your stealth uh, check first uh which one am i rolling stealth yeah okay um i got a 24 22 that's not enough okay okay I guess if he wants to get that attack of opportunity on me. He's yeah. absolutely going to take it with his slam attack. Oh, that is a nat 20. Oh, uh, hold on. Wait, one second, one second. I'm going to use something that's always been with me from the very beginning. <laughs> or from when it mattered. I'm going to use my poncho to make you re-roll. Okay. Jesus <laughs> Christ, I forgot that existed. Oh, man. Neither did I. I almost, I almost completely forgot. Do you know how dramatically a poncho would flutter on the roof of a fucking train? I'm assuming it destroys the poncho. It's a one-time thing, right, Dan? 
No, no. I believe you have to use a resolve point for it, though. I'm trying to think of all the other times that could have been useful if we knew you had it. Probably very often. <laughs> I, like, I like to keep things close to the chest. Yeah, like the poncho. That is a 30 KC. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. It's at least not double damage, you know. Significantly better than the crit, let's be fair. Yeah. That is... 17 points of piercing damage as you flourish with your poncho. You could tell that thing was going like dead center through your chest and instead Mm. just takes a chunk out of your side. Okay, uh, do I still get to roll my athletics to get on this thing? Uh, You do, yes. The DC is going to be the same as your uh, trick attack DC. Oh my god, yes. All right, I think I have a 30. Yes. No, no, I don't have. No, it's not a 30. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) 31 31 then yes yeah you got it hell yeah hell yeah so you take this big uh stab but luckily as it grazes you you're able to grab onto its arm and scamper up it and you're now sort of up on its shoulders sweet okay cool cool that's my turn now i will let you if you want to take an attack you can um, I feel like that. I feel like that would be too much with between the uh, the sneak attack okay. or the trick attack attempt and the climb. It, I don't think I could faithfully do that. Cody, it's your turn. I guess I'm just going to keep trying to strike this thing. I'm going to five foot back because okay. I'm in range, right? Yeah. You are. Yes. Five foot back. And I'm going to just do, I guess, a single shot. Okay. Uh, that is a 26 EAC. Oh, yeah. 20 points of fire damage. And I'm aiming high again. I'm just trying to, like, not shoot the the mag. <laughs> ah, where Durin is. Perfect. Yeah, he, he's got the poncho. He's safe. <laughs> Couldn't hit him if I tried. He'll be fine. <laughs> and I, I yell out. I'm like, this, let me know if I'm doing too much damage, Durin. You're, you're fine. I promise I won't die. Not what I was talking about. <laughs> it is his turn. As a swift action, it does its little scanny thing again. Uh, Dern, you won't be included in this this time. However, it uh, begins pivoting independent of its magnetic base, and it does a big 360 spin, and it's going to make an attack on both Merrick and Cody. This feels scary. Uh, oh, yeah, you're going to have to give me an acrobatics check, my dude. Yeah, I, ha- I had a feel. I was like, <laughs> am I on this thing while it's spinning? <laughs> now, <laughs> does this increase its reach, Dane? Um, oh, yeah, you took a step back, didn't you? Yeah. Just Merrick time. So then, yes, it would just be on Merrick because he can't take a five-foot step because Merrick is there. So then I'll use the first one. Does a 28 KAC hit you? Of course. I love how we all bought fancy armor so Dane wouldn't hit us all the time and he just increased everything's attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic GM moves. Classic. Uh, that is... Uh, 16 points of, uh, this time, bludgeoning damage as it just, like, puts its arm out and just smacks you up the side of your head. Durin, please give me an acrobatics check. I rolled a 28. That is enough. You feel your grip slip for a second, (laughs) but you manage to get your foot into one of the crevices of its joints and push yourself back up. Merrick, it's your turn. All right, Merrick, taking in this beautiful reminiscent view, um, thinks back to when uh, he trained with his father, when his father would make him ride down sand slopes on a piece of steel, and he would throw stuff at him while he had to do that and dodge. So Merrick's like, wait a second, I can do this. I can balance myself on this moving piece of steel. Uh, And he makes an attack for 19 on the dice. So that's going to be a 30. I can't do math. A 30. Yes, 30 is going to do it. Awesome. 26 points of damage as Merrick finds his balance, finds his footing, and uh, takes a slash at its base. At its base, eh? 
Oh yeah. no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> cool. This thing, uh, you take a large uh chunk of its plating off and you, you see sort of like the internal circuitry. It then looks down and says Intruders, stop. Ministry of Defense jets have been scrambled. Your time is now to surrender. Jets? <laughs> uh, uh, Dern, whatever you're going to do, do it quick. We might have to jump off an exploding train. Uh, okay. Any chance you can hijack this thing? Fly us away? Uh, I'll wait till my turn and I'll ask. Well, it is your turn. Um, I'll ask. Is there any way we can hijack this thing? Uh, most likely not. Okay, cool. Then I'll use my... But hey, my we'll a. see... We'll see what your computer check can get you. Oh, no, I, I have a plan A. I have a plan A. I want to use that. Um, I, I want to use my engineering check from before to find, like, the weak point of the uh, the pod um, that uh, that Catherine's in. Okay. Um, and I want to use one of the thermite charges I got to, you know, get him out of there. Okay. I Hell like yeah. this. And I'll just, as I place it, I want to be like, mind the eyes, Catherine. And, you know, place it and hop off. Okay. Hmm. I feel like I need a check from you. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay. I will say with your engineering check from before, you know the the location of the circuitry, and it's in the back of its head. However, mm. um, the thermite charges are pretty controlled and small, so you need to know where exactly to put it on the circuit board in okay. order to to disable the pod. So there's like... You're looking at this circuit board, and there seems to be like four or five different systems. Okay. Uh, you have to give me a computer's check to determine which one is the pod. Okay. Okay. Um, thirty-one. Damn. Okay. Man, yeah. these dice—they're just so good. I okay. will definitely give that to you. You take a quick look, and you trace the circuitry with your little clawed hand until you trace it back to what you know for a fact is the pod controls and you reach in to your pocket, you place a thermite on and you start hearing it sort of sizzle already. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to jump off behind or in front? Where do you want behind? Definitely behind. Okay. Uh, You hop off and uh, I will start a little counter. Uh, Roll me a D4. (laughs) Catherine, be ready to get out of there when it goes. Let's let's do a D4 minus one. Well, a D4 minus one is zero. Ah. Okay. So then it, it happens right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, Durin's on fire. And luckily you jumped off or else that would be literal. Just just you wait. When it when the combat is, doesn't matter as much, it's going to it's going to go real, real, real down real fast. You hop off and immediately you hear like a as sparks and uh, flame begin shooting out the back of this thing's head. Roll me 3d6. Damage for me, please. Ooh, that's fun. That'll be the fire damage the thermite's going to do to its... We got eight. Eight points. But more importantly, uh, after a few seconds of this thermite sizzling away at the back of its head, the tube that Cathan is in pops open, and he just bolts out. Hell yeah. Go hard, boys. (laughs) Now I'm going to miss all my shots. Cody, it is your turn. Two shots. Oh, okay. Never mind. That's a 26 EAC. Yep. Now this one probably going to miss. That's a 16 EAC. Uh, yes, that misses. So one, one shot. I'll take it. Ooh. Okay. Same damage. 19. So wait, has the glass with the force field kind of gone or has he just popped out the back of it? 
So it it opens at the front almost like a like a door. Okay. Uh, does and it, it popped look, open. Does it look like the innards are available through that? Um, not really, because it's like that's meant to be the safe space that the person okay. is in. All right. Well, I'm shooting just above it then, I guess, trying to aim for like the functional parts. Yep. Yeah, and you're you're doing a good job. Every time you strike it, you see like a shower of sparks come shooting out. Cathan looks at you guys and he says, I don't have a weapon right now, so uh I'm just gonna Make sure it's tears. Okay. Yeah, there could be jets on the way. We may have to evacuate ASAP, get some tear, and be ready for anything. I gotcha. And he hops down into the train. Speaking of jets, oh, no. uh, in front of you, you That's see... Fast. They're so quick. What the fuck? It's kind of jets whole thing, isn't it? That was like 12 seconds. Well, you have to remember, the alarm went off quite a while ago. In the distance, you see three jets. And as they approach, they don't slow down. And with a, like, they whip overhead and continue going towards the base. Oh, yeah, they're probably more worried about Emberheart than us. Oh, maybe. They may may do a a pass around in a moment. Did they shoot as they did this? Nope. The robot looks up and then looks back down and says, they will be back. (laughs) Can I get a sense motive on this robot? (laughs) I I will take perception checks and a sense motive if you'd like. It was almost in that 20. <laughs> my sense motive is 19, and my perception is a natural 20, so 28. Does it look Does it look uh, like disappointed? Mine's a 15. You can tell that this robot would like to believe it's true. Um, Mr. Mr. Robot, sir, if you'll note, we did in fact save the important person, uh, and he's our friend, so really, we're friends, and we don't want to kill you. And the jets went by, and they would have stayed if we were dangerous. Maybe there's been a mistake here. I do not make mistakes. With your, you see, you had a natural 20. Perception, yeah, 28. You know that one of those ships was not a Ministry of Defense ship, and with a natural 20. Sinonin? Kasathan. Fuck. Oh. Shit. Let's end this as quickly as possible. Oh, no. <laughs> and they were all flying together, right? They were flying the same direction, yes. But, like, did it look like one was being pursued? Uh, no. Okay. A reason, another reason why that son of a bitch is on this godforsaken planet. Durin, you are facing the direction they were flying. You see one of those ships make a hard 180 and is now flying back towards you guys. Uh, we need to go now. It is the robot's turn. Um, it looks into the hole of the train and says, uh, Authorized personnel, please return to the safety of my insides. <laughs> Hey, let's just uh, say he's not the only one that wants Catherine inside them. <laughs> That's true. Um, it is going to do a... What is it going to do? <laughs> Can it leave? I feel so bad for it. <laughs> uh, it can't. Hey, he wasn't wrong about the jets. One of them's coming back. Is it the Kasathan one? We don't know, I don't think. Okay. It's the Kasathan one. It totally <laughs> is the Kasathan one. I know it is. <laughs> this train fight just got a lot train fightier. It's going to do two attacks. Uh, one on... Durin and one on Merrick, since you guys are both there. Uh, that is a 28 KAC against you, Merrick. Yeah, it hits. Ooh, that is a 30 KAC against you, Durin. Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay, so that is a 16 on you, Merrick, and 16 as well on you, Durin. We're still okay. We're still okay. It shoots its hand forward at you, Merrick, and clips you in the top of your shoulder, and then pulls it back and then rotates its arm like 180 and then does the exact same motion in the exact same spot on you, Darren. Merrick, it is your turn. 
Let's end this. We have other things to deal with. I'm going to make two attacks. Okay. Um, first one, 25 KC. Yep. 32 points of damage. Nice. And then I'm going to make a second attack. Um, I'm assuming a 19 KC doesn't hit. 19 KC does not hit. Okay. So the first one uh, goes through. Merrick goes to make a second attack, but just can't find a good place to hit its body while its arms are twirling about. It is looking bad. Sparks are flying everywhere. Every now and then you see it's like slip to one side or the other as it's the, the magnet begins losing its its strength. Durin, it is your turn. All right. I am going to use my trick attack to move towards the back of the, this train car. And I w- I'm going to take my stealth. Adam. Ooh, nice. I got a 36 on my stealth. That is it. Yeah, you can do it. Sweet, sweet. All right. Attacking, attacking. Um, using my Corona laser pistol, I rolled a 22. Yep. Okay. I'm kind of like aiming like at the the uh, the magnetic core because right now I just want to get this thing off the train. Uh, let me do my fire damage first. Uh, oh, yeah, it is fire. So I don't know if the, how much of that actually goes through, but 11 points of fire damage. Okay. Okay. I got 27 points of precision damage. How do you finish this thing? Um, like, like I said, I'm just, I'm like backing up towards the back of the train car. Cause I kind of have an idea going forward. Um, and I take a shot right at his magnetic, whatever's ca- whatever's helping him keep him stuck to the train. I'm just taking that out. Yeah. You put a expertly placed shot into the, the junction between the, the magnetic base and the rest of its body. And with a very satisfying, like <laughs> you see the magnet stop it hits the top of the train, denting it, and then just kind of slides off. Sorry, robot. <laughs> Does it say anything as it goes? Uh, it just says, I only wanted to protect you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till the next, like, Patreon boss rush that Dane does, and it's this guy, and it's just like, wow, if you treat him nicely, you'll have a friend for life. Because <laughs> Dane uses them as special ability, friendship. Uh, yeah, you've been scarred now. You just want to befriend all the enemies just in case. I know, yeah. Okay, I have an idea. I'm going to start heading towards the coupler between the front car and the back cars. Okay. Um, but before I do anything, I want to clear it with the boys first. Well, <laughs> yeah, please. before anything can happen, that ship, the Kasathan ship, goes zooming back overhead, seemingly back towards Gentino. Um, and Durin, you're far enough away to see okay. a figure, tight arms and legs together like a missile, dive bombing the train. Oh, shit. And Merrick, you look up and eclipsed by the blazing desert sun. It is almost too late before you see the four-armed man coming down at you with a, a solarium blade. And you are able to get yours up just in time to block it as the force of this attack dents the top of the train and a shockwave of energy pushes Durin and Cody a little bit. And in a what feels like freeze frame as Zane is vertical and in the air pressed against your sword, he pushes off, does a flip and lands in front of you and says, I felt like it would be fitting to kill you in the desert. Just like you to wait till I'm just finished another combat to make your move, you dishonorable bastard. 
His sword is a dark purple, and he radiates the purplish glow of Graviton, and you felt the cold of his blade as it hit the warmth of yours. And you're reminded of a day you spent with your father. You are sitting on that same mesa that he took you after the day he found you locked in that room. And you are sitting cross-legged and he is walking circles around you. And in your hands are two metal spheres. One is ablaze and burning your hand. The other one is covered in frost and it is freezing cold. And your father, Baron, speaks to you. This will not be an easy lesson, but is one of the most crucial. Our way is one of balance. This will be demonstrated by the searing flame and the blistering cold. Look deep into the blaze. Now into the frost. Focus. Now stop them from causing you pain. Can you please give me a fortitude save with no bonus? Just just like a raw d20? Correct. How does a 19 sound, Dane? Mm. Damn! Nice! Mm. You don't flinch as these two spheres, you can feel them, the fire burning through your flesh, the cold blistering your skin, but you do not waver. And Baron walks to the front of you and he looks down at you and he says, you maintain a stoic front, but do they still cause you pain? Yes, father. Then you have failed. And he begins walking around you again. It's Cody, sir. Cody looks at Merrick and he's like, you want us to be part of this, right? Our grand mission is far more important than some petty family squabble. Okay, don't hurt my friend. And I'm swift actioning, clicking my bangles together, and I'm going to full attack. Uh, I'm going to just assume a 15 EAC is not going to do it. It does not. And then a 17 EAC probably also won't do it. It doesn't. With two flicks of his wrist, he just shoot like knocks your lasers aside. Those were warning shots. Promise. <laughs> <laughs> I think in the like the, the the complete madness of this moment, Merrick is just laughing. <laughs> and now it is your turn. All right. So, firstly, I'm going to make two attacks. Thank you, baby Jesus. Um, how does a 27 sound? 27 hits. 26 points of damage on the first attack. Uh, Zane looks away for a split second to deflect attacks. Merrick takes advantage and sort of just gets in there to at least make him step back a little bit. Put the pressure on as he makes a second attack. That's another 19 on the dice. That's going to be another 20. This is going to be 27. Yep. Uh, 33 points of damage this time. Jesus. It's like, I'm just putting the pressure on. Look, yeah. Zane, I don't know how you're wrapped up in this. If you're some kind of war criminal now trying to help them take over the universe or whatever, maybe you're good too. But if this is personal, let's make it fucking personal. You guys are exchanging blows and you just manage to brute force your way through. And you remember that first sparring session that you finally beat Zane. And it has been after several months 
of training with your father and your new solarian blade its sky cerulean blue flashes as it clashes with zane's dark purple in the training pits of your home planet and you are focused calm and easily enduring the onslaught of Zane's ferocious attacks with ease. And when Zane finally yields, after suffering several solid cuts from you, you look up and you see Baron standing there, arms crossed, and he gives you the slightest nod of approval. Zane catches your eye, and he looks up and he sees Baron as well. And he looks at you, wipes the blood from his brow, and storms off. After that thought, um, Merrick goes from just like insults and anger and he takes a breath, remembers his training, focuses in, takes a defensive stance and waits for Zane's next attack. Dern, it is your turn. Okay, I have a few options here. Do you want? Do you boys want me to participate in the combat or do you want me to get Kathan and uh, Satir off the train? <laughs> You're going to go get Kathan off right now? <laughs> yeah, right now. Right now. That's that's exactly what I meant. I, I've got a feeling. Zane is capable of much more than what he's dishing out right now, so it might be better for you to stick around just in case. Oh, I'm not leaving. I'm just like, I can get them off the train before uh, getting into combat with them. That's why I'm kind of asking. Do you want them off the train, or do you want just, let's fucking go? Yeah, I don't think we're in a rush to get off the train right now, because like that one jet flew away kind of That's thing. Right. Okay. Hey, then I, I want to start closing the distance on Zane then, and I will use my trick attack. Okay. I have a 31. That'll do it. Hell yeah. All right. For my attack, I have um, an, I've 19 on the die for a 29. Uh, EAC, yes, that will do yeah, it. I our new favorite number, boys. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, rolling rocks today. Famous last words. I know. Yeah. I know. The more we draw attention to it, the less is going to happen. I know. I know. Uh, nine points of fire damage um, and then 21 points of precision damage. Jesus. What's really going on here, Zane? What's this all about? You're acting reckless. I'm just doing what I should have done a very long time ago, Merrick. What you couldn't do and what you can't do now, Zane. I will end your bloodline here. You weren't involved, were you, Zane? It wasn't you, was it, Zane? He looks quickly over his shoulder at Durin and then looks at Cody and says, I'm glad your friends stayed around. Cody, you're going to give me a fortitude save as he holds out his hand and stares at your throat. That is a 15. If I'm one off. No, you are not. You're okay, not. I'm going to use Jenny's ability and reroll at minus two. Okay. Oh, much better. Uh, that's a 21. Uh, still not enough. Damn it. Oh, fuck. Is he one off now, though? No. Am I one off now? Okay. No. Damn. Damn. Oh, he's a beefy boy. What's well, a thing I just couldn't do? Okay. <laughs> you were very close the second time. Not very close, or it would have been a one. Well, if your ability was two off, <laughs> you would have been good. <laughs> you feel. Wait a minute. Gra- I also have my jacket. What does my jacket do? I don't know. What does your jacket do? Uh, keeps you warm in cold weather, and you Looks- know, it provides some minor water resistance. Reroll for it once a day. Why not? Let's do it. Okay. Wait, what? Yeah, it's 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 worse. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is that actually what your jacket does? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You try to get your hands up to the collar of your jacket to flick it in order to empower you, but your hands feel like they're made of lead and you can feel gravity 
pushing in on you and not just around you, but inside you. You can feel the vital components of your insides being crushed and you are stunned for a round. Uh, and that is Zane's turn. It's stupid <laughs> that Celerian abilities don't provoke attacks of opportunity. I could actually reroll another saving throw <laughs> if I wanted to, but I won't. Save it. You might need it again. Yeah, I have another thing specifically for being stunned. <laughs> now it's your turn, Cody. Well, you're stunned, so I don't know if you can use your ability while you're stunned. Uh, it's fine. I'm I'm just going to struggle against it. Okay. Yeah, you feel just the unbearing weight of gravity. I feel like for Cody, it's, it's kind of a nightmare to try to help your friend and not be able to move. So he's just like freaking out and like struggling as much as he can against it. That's uh, me. It is Merrick's turn now. Cody, focus. You'll get out of this. And I'm going to keep pressure on by making two attacks. Okay. Um, first one is probably going to miss with a like 14. Uh, yes, it does miss. Uh, does 23 KC do it? Uh, it would. However, he's going to use Eclipse Defense. When a creature hits me or an adjacent creature with a melee attack, and I'm wielding a melee weapon, I can roll an attack against that. If I hit your KAC plus 8, you're going to only deal half damage with this attack. Sure. Uh, that is a natural 1. <laughs> um, so he tries to use gravity to pull your blade towards his, but he is also focusing on crushing Cody at the same time, and he ends up just driving your attack into his shoulder. Zane, if you had the patience to, to focus on balance, you would know how photon and graviton work. As like Merrick sort of knows the technique, knows how to bypass it, and he hits him for 25 points of damage this time. Is it just, once again, keeping on the move, not missing a beat, trained, focused, trying to keep out the bad thoughts that Zane may have had something to do with his father's death, trying to maintain focus. He grips your Solarian blade and holds it in place as it's driven into his shoulder. And he looks at it and he says, you talk to me about balance. I remember what this blade once was. Now look at it. You don't have control. It is all an act. And you remember the day that you were just looking out, waiting for your father to return from a hunt, but he didn't. You waited all night. You waited until the next morning when a few of your tribe brought his body back. And you were left alone for a while as they tried to figure out what happened. And it looks like he was just killed. He succumbed to a wound he sustained during that hunt. He was bested. But the first person to find you and comfort you was Zane. And he, without words, embraces you the way that he did when he told you your mother had just died. And he holds you close and he holds you tight with all four arms for longer than you've probably ever been embraced by anyone. And then he puts two hands on your face and the other two on your shoulder. And he says, I'm sorry, brother. I know that this is a difficult time for you, but you need to take solace in the knowledge that for whatever reason, this has brought balance to the universe. And he presses his forehead against yours and leaves. 
Durin, it's your turn. I want to use my trick attack again. And I'm going to try to get as close as possible to him. I want to get in melee range of him. I will say you can this this round. Yeah, cool, cool. So I'm going to use my trick attack. Uh, my stealth is a 34. Yep. And my attack, which might not do it, is a 17 EAC. Uh, that is not enough. Oh, I should have staggered him on my last trick attack. I completely forgot. I have other abilities that when I trick it, when I hit on trick, it's too late. It's, <laughs> it's fine. But I forgot. I got too into the moment. But I want to be right next to this fucker. Uh, okay, you are. It is uh his turn, and the aura of graviton energy around him erupts as he becomes fully attuned. Oh, this was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> he takes a hard stomp on the ground and for a second it feels like nothing happened and then there is a eruption of energy from him he circles around merrick and durin and then charges past cody all of you are gonna have to give me a fortitude save please as he uses starquake <laughs> how's an old nat one gonna do you it's gonna do me just fine thank you 13 for me okay um 16 from me. Oh, fuck. I think we all failed. Well, do you yeah. guys have your Jenny abilities, perhaps? No, I used mine earlier. I don't even remember what mine was. Mine was to find a vent in the bathroom, remember? <laughs> I think you got the same as me, Ryan, didn't you? All right. Reroll the minus two, or was that Terry? I think it was no, me. Terry, I think. Terry was the one he was yeah. able to add. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll reroll at a minus two. Okay. Thank you, baby Jesus. You're welcome. Um, that's going to be a 20. <laughs> Hold on. I can't do math. 21. That's still a fail. Fuck. Wow. We're fucked. Damn it. The only one thing better than my Solarian, a Solarian made by Dane. <laughs> Merrick, you take 10 points of bludgeoning damage. And sorry, these were reflex saves. My apologies. Oh, oh well, that, that would have changed. Well, that's not going to change much on me. 17 then on me. Okay. Then yes. Um, so 10 points of damage uh, to you, Merrick, and you fall prone as this right. burst of gravity energy just launches you up. Uh, only four points of damage to you, Dern, but you are also prone. Okay, okay. 13 points of damage to you, Cody, as you also fall prone as he leaves a wake of destruction in his path. Um, everyone give me a luck check. <laughs> uh, what do you want me to roll on this? Just a oh, 50, 20. 15. Five. 11. Don't fall off another thing, Durin. When you hit the ground, the speed of the train rolls you, and you go sliding towards the edge of the train. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. Give me an acrobatics check, please. Okay. 27. You manage to grab onto the edge as you go sliding off the edge, and you see the 200-foot drop to the desert below. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's great. Cody. That was a move action. Um, so oh, Zane is going turn? to... Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that was just a move action for him. What the fuck, dude? He's going to use another move action to attempt to continue his concentration in crushing Cody. <laughs> uh, so give me a fortitude save again, please. Well, yeah, that's yeah. I'm being crushed. <laughs> okay. Are, are you in your HP, Cody? Uh, the crushing isn't hurting me, thankfully. Yeah, you're not... Okay stunned anymore you're just staggered though i'm just having a bad time i'm staggered now okay it was yeah um he's now he like pressing you down into the top of the train and you can feel the metal beginning to give underneath you now it's your turn cody 
And where is he standing? Like he went past, right? Yeah, he is now positioned so that it's uh, it's him, then you, then Merrick, then Durin. So I'm going to, in very like cool superhero movie fashion, I'm going to use my only action to stand up against the force of his like crushing. I just look like dead in the eye and I'm standing up as like the thing's buckling around me. You see his eyes widen and then narrow for a second. And he says, I understand why you like these people, Merrick. They're just like you. They don't know when to stay down. It's your turn, Merrick. So just before I start, so he, like who's around him right now? Like what's the distances between stuff? So it's uh, Zane yeah, and 10 feet, Cody, 10 feet, you, uh, and then like off to the side, hanging off the side of the train is Durin. Okay. I'm going to use a, a move action to stand. Yep. Zane, we, we focus so much on balance and cold and analytics and thought and all this nonsense. What I've learned from these people is that sometimes you just have to feel, embrace it. It's okay to feel something. You don't need to be on the outside balancing everything. We could have been friends. We had so many options to be brothers. And I, I don't think it's too late for us to go back, but if you insist, we will ride this out. Merrick raises his left hand, snaps his finger as a couple feet behind Zane so it doesn't hit uh, Cody. Uh, supernova erupts and catches him in the back. So I need a reflex from Zane. Not... Great. That's an 18. That is a fail. Ooh, nice. Let's <laughs> get blown the fuck up. <laughs> How's he looking from all those stab wounds that Merrick's done? Um, He's he's still going. I like that I haven't managed to hit him at all. Uh, as he takes 33 fire damage as his back is scorched by some blazing sun energy. Yeah, you lose track of him for a second as the flames engulf around him and... When it dissipates and the f- smoke clears, you see that he is now surrounded in the energy of Photon. Durin, it's your turn. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm going to climb up. Oh, unless there's a way inside the train from here. I will say, if you want to, you can like definitely swing and smash through one of the windows into one of the Yeah, I want to do that. I want to do that. Okay. What do you want? What kind of roll? Acrobatics, I think. Okay. Okay, that was so. Ooh, that was a little scary. <laughs> it hung on a one for a hot second. Uh, um, I got a thirty-three. Oh yeah, you do it. Yeah, you manage to hold on to one of the like the bars that probably have like that are usually used to like hook cargo onto and swing through one of the windows, smashing through it, and now you're inside one of the cars. What would you like to do? Sweet. Um, I want to give my uh, my last thermite charge to Catherine. Just give him a nod and head back out. Okay, <laughs> you disappear for a second and then come popping back up through the the hole. Um, yeah. And I will say you are you're kind of beside Cody now. Okay, cool, cool. And that, that'll be my turn. I don't think I can do anything more with that. <laughs> uh, okay, it is Zane's turn. He reaches into his robes and pulls out a small medallion. Merrick, you know that these are essentially like teleportation medallions. They're used by the wardens of your tribe to summon people back to a location. But this one looks a little different. And instead of teleporting someone through it to a location, it looks like this is used to summon something from it. Mm-mm. And he tosses it out into the desert like a frisbee. And he looks you dead in the eye. And he goes, Ah. 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 za, za, za as the ground below trembles 
and then erupts as one of your mother's sandworm bursts through the ground and begins chasing the train. We're so fucked. Hello, friends. Space GM Dane here to do things. This one will be a quick one. I know I say it all the time. First and foremost, we hope you're enjoying the episode. Second, uh, it's almost the end of the month. Well, I guess, it, yeah, no. When does this come out? I don't know. If, if The month is changing soon, which means a whole new slew of uh, Patreon stuff on the Patreon. First, it means a new boss rush boss, which will be Voltaire. That's right. If you want to take your party into a uh, action-packed, uh, flashing lights, disco dancing boss fight arena where there's a ton of moving parts, and you can throw in your own other, you know, henchmen or bosses while they're fighting while this crazy set piece is happening, you'll want to jump on over to the Patreon and grab it this month. It is available to all tiers, any and all tiers. And the world primer for June will be Therum, the pinnacle of culture in Casamal. So if you need a hoity-toity location to bring your party, keep your eye on our Patreon in June. Finally, I feel like it's been a while since I said it. We just want to thank you all for listening and hanging out with us and, and appreciating the show. It really does mean the world to us. We love interacting with everyone on Twitter and on, on Discord. And uh, we feel very, very lucky and very, very blessed to have the audience that we do. We wouldn't be doing this without you. We couldn't do it without you. And we are glad that we are doing it with you. If you've been listening and you're not part of the community, we highly recommend you consider joining the community. It's so great. It's supportive. It's lovely. People are organizing their own Starfinder games on the Discord. People are sharing pictures of their pets, fan theories, fan art. It's just a really cool place to be, and we would love to have you in it. Head on over to NoQuestCast.com, click the Discord link, and you'll be joined in. You'll be welcomed by a bunch of lovely people, and we can't wait to see you. Like I said, it's short. That's it. We're getting back into the action. I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode, and we will see you in two weeks' time. He looks at you, Durin, and he says, You've probably heard this before, but the desert sun is unrelenting in its heat, and you will perish in its flames. And he snaps his fingers at you. You have to give me a fortitude save, please. Fuck me. Okay. 24. You succeed. Oh, fuck. Damn. For a second, you feel the unbearable heat of the sun bearing down on you. You can almost feel like the ends of your fur are on fire, but you take a deep breath and you manage to calm yourself. Okay. Okay. And whatever was about to happen does not take hold in you. I see the flair for the dramatics run in the family. You can see Zane being very unhappy. Okay. It is Cody's turn. All right. Am I still stunned? Oh yeah. He has to use a move. You have to give me a fortitude save. Uh, that I believe is a 19. Uh, so you are staggered. Does this just keep going? For a certain amount of rounds. Damn. All right. Well, luckily, so I drop everything when I got st stunned, but luckily my gloves are on my hands. Um, so I am going to, yeah, I'm pretty sure I can just charge a standard action. I just wanted yeah. to, yeah. Okay. It's, I'm going to charge. Wherever your blitz stuff is. I'm charge bull rush. Oh yes, there it is. Charge attack. 
Yeah, charge bull rush. Okay. Oh, there we fucking go. How's a 39 bull rush looking for you, Dan? <laughs> yeah, that's gonna do it. <laughs> oh my god, you eat him I off just, this fucking train, man. I'm just like, you know, I will say something. You like throwing people around? And I just run up and fucking like, I guess like flying knee him in the chest as he just like soars backwards. The thing that like, he is amazed because you are under the crushing weight of gravity and you come at him with a shocking amount of speed and force and you are powering through each of your step puts a dent in the the train roof and you manage to come in with this huge knee and you clip him right in like the solar plexus and he goes sliding backwards and i guess you take a attack of opportunity as well yeah and if i beat his stuff by a certain amount he goes even further as well um, I think it is just one. Okay, cool. Because it's every five you pass the KC plus eight, right? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the attack's probably going to miss because I'm that exhausted, but that's okay. I, I assume a 17 is <laughs> not going to do it. It's not going to do it. Um, sorry, how much did you do? It was 39? 39, yeah. Okay, so he goes back 10 feet. Okay, cool. And you see him, like, brace his feet down as he slides to a stop. It is Merrick's turn. All right. So he's in photon mode right now? He is in photon mode, yes. All right. Just to keep the colors flashing, I'm going to go into graviton mode. Okay. Um, and how far away is he after the bull rush? Uh, he would be 20 feet away. Awesome. I just want to give a seizure warning to all our listeners. Yeah. Just red and purple flashes uh, everywhere. So, yeah. So Merrick is going to go up next to Cody. I like the way you move, Cody. And we're just going to get in there and, and make an attack. Okay. Um, that's going to be a 28 KC. Uh, that'll do it, yeah. Um, actually, you know what? He's going to try to uh, eclipse defense this. All right. Does a 33 beat your KC plus 8? Oh, it does. Just by one, you Fuck son of yeah. a bitch. He manages to get his blade up and, and divert some of the attack, but you do manage to still slash him. So it'd be 28 points of damage, so he takes 14. Perfect. All right. It is Durin's turn. Yeah, I guess let's just, you know, hey, it's going pretty well. How far is he from, like, just falling off the train at this point? Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. It is not your turn yet, Darren. Oh, never mind. Uh, my apologies. I forgot there turn. was a sandworm. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You don't have to worry about it. As the sandworm erupts onto the other side of the train, it looks at the three of you kind of lined up in a perfect bite-sized morsel as it opens its jaws and its rotating maw of teeth begin moving towards you, you hear the sound of another approaching ship as a barrage of gunfire opens up onto the sandworm, causing it to recoil back. And then a torpedo launches straight into its mouth and it goes wiggling and flailing around as you hear over your comms, I, I figured you guys might need a little bit of help. As the persistence flies by the train and hits yes. a hard 180 and begins peppering this sandworm with gunfire. And you notice that the persistence, a little bit bigger. There are parts of it that have been extended and are unpainted, but it looks like they have gotten the uh, attachment that Astrid had lined up for you here. Um, it doesn't look like anything has been added, but the ship just looks a little bigger. I got a warm and fuzzy feeling when that happens. I'm not sure about yeah. you boys. 
Hell yeah, short Jack, Merrick says in the uh, comms. Great Great job. Beautiful. Um, And you see Jenny up in the turret as well, just like peppering this thing with fucking gunfire. Now it's your turn, Dern. I don't know what to do. Uh, There's so much oh happening. Fuck. Okay. Um, I'm assuming Sam was covered. Uh, let's do a let's do a trick attack, but I'm not going to get close now. I'm, I'm going to keep some distance. You know, I had close. a plan and I got fucking yeeted off, so we're not doing that again. It was very bold. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, 25 stealth. Uh, that is not enough. Figured as much. So just a standard attack for a 20 versus EAC. Uh, that does it. Yes. Hell yeah. And I got. Oh my god. <laughs> Minimum. There it is. There it is, boys. Uh, five points of fire damage. Okay. Yeah, that's all she wrote. Now it is Zane's turn. He presses his hand against his chest. He's breathing heavy, sweat and blood dripping down his head. And he begins glowing for a second. And you see some of those wounds begin to stitch up and heal with a flash of red energy. And... In this blaze, Merrick, you remember standing at your father's funeral pyre. And on your side, on Baron's side, you are the only person standing there. And you are looking through the flames of your father's funeral pyre at the rest of your tribe. Every other person is on Umana's side. And you've never felt so alone. And you look at them, their faces uncaring, unmoved, unsympathetic, and the sky blue moat floating beside you turns black. He, he did a, a move action to heal, which means he does have to stop paying attention to your crush, so you won't be crushed anymore. Um, and he's going to attack you, Merrick. His yep. first real swing of the, the fight that is... Oh, it's finally time, boys. He's he's back on your bullshit. You got a 19. Oh. Uh, that's a 34k C to hit you. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, and he deals 22 points of damage to you. All right, I'm into health now, boys. How bad? Uh, not terrible. Okay. How much health do you have, just so I have like a it in my head? HP? Uh, yeah. 53 in total, starting minus what I'm taking right now. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, now it is your turn, Cody. I'm going to move forward, punch him, 21 KAC. Uh, Not enough. Now am I one off? You are not. Damn it. Okay, I move forward and whiff. I feel like even though I've broken through of the the thing, I'm still, like, I'm I'm still exhausted. That was a lot. Yeah, I feel like the, the alternate, like, the change in speed of being absolutely crushed to then being fully mobile, mm-hmm. you just, like... You throw your punch with a lot more speed (laughs) than you were expecting, and it just goes wide. Yeah. I almost run into him rather than stop, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Merrick, it is your turn. This whole time, Zane, you make it sound like I'm the one that abandoned the family. But you all abandoned me far before I ever left. He looks at you and he says, because we never wanted you there. You were there on a technicality. I felt bad for you. Felt like I'd left you behind to take control. You were a prisoner of this family, but apparently you're addicted to it like some kind of addict, you piece of shit. And that's going to be a um, 23 KAC. Uh, That is it on the money. Uh, That's just going to be 21 points of damage. Zane does not look good. That night, the day my father died, when you consoled me, was that just an act? Is that just you rubbing it in that you'd won? The one thing that your father feared, my father was gone. 
Zane looks at you and he says, you were getting stronger. And I knew that if you continued to train, I wouldn't be able to take my rightful spot in this family. And I wasn't going to give that up to some mutt. You are nothing, Merrick. You haven't grown since your pitiful father died. And I will make sure that you both rot in hell together. Thank you, Zane. I had mixed feelings until this moment. But now I'm sure I can sleep at night knowing that I won't feel bad after about what is about to happen. And Zane reaches out a hand and he goes, Zah! as the sandworm comes crashing into the side of the train. Everyone give me some reflex saves, please. No, no. That's the reason why I went into graviton mode. <laughs> well, bye, boys. Yep. That's a 10. A dirty, filthy 10. <laughs> 16 for me. Um, that's a 20 for me. Okay. Um, Merrick, you pass. Oh, thank uh, God. Cody Duran, you are knocked prone. Uh, give me some luck checks, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Well, seven. <laughs> Even if you add uh, them together, we're not doing all right. Nope, we sure aren't. As the sandworm slams into the side of the train, uh, Merrick, you're able to keep your footing as your friends get thrown off the side. Give me reflex saves, both of you, please. Or acrobatics? Or sorry, acrobatics checks, yes, please. Oh, and that 20. 25. 33 total. Amazing. Cody, you go sliding off and you manage to grab a hold of that railing. And then you see Durin getting launched off as well. And you extend your hand out and you manage to grab him. So you are now dangling off by one hand on the side of this speeding train, holding Durin, <laughs> his poncho whipping in the wind. As Merrick and Zane clash swords, you can see the flashes of light above you. I, I got you, Durin. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Just out of breath and like <laughs> terrified for my life. You hear the engines of the persistence swoop underneath the train tracks and low uh, beneath you and just says, we got you if you fall. Don't worry, guys. As the persistence is now hovering uh, just below you guys as a safety net. Okay. okay. Uh, Duren, it's your turn. Should should we just take care of this worm? I don't think we can if it could take the persistence's uh, like guns. I doubt we can do anything to it. It hurt it. And you're a good shot. No offense, Jenny. None taken. Okay. Okay, um, I'm going to scurry up Cody back onto the train. Okay. Uh, do you want me to make a check for that? Uh, yes, please. I will need a... Acrobatics. If you're going to be climbing, it's going to be a, it's going to be an athletics. Oh, shit. Okay, we're good. We're good. Uh, 27. Uh, yeah, you managed to okay. climb up Cody with no problem. He's probably giving you a little bit of a help. He kind of like pulls you yeah. up and you're able to clamber the rest of the way up. All right, and I want to get a heel off uh, just because I know Zane's kind of maybe on his last legs, and I don't know what shit he's about to pull, so I'm going to do a channel. Okay. So everyone heals 21, sorry, 22 HP. Nice, and that's only health, right? Only health, not stamina. I still had some health damage, so that is great. Thank you. Hey, no worries. Is that your turn? That is it. I have nothing else I can do. Oh, it uh, is. but what, can I swap to my uh, sniper rifle at all, if that matters now, or do you want me to wait till my next turn? Uh, it'd be your next turn, because it was move to climb. Yep. Standard to, to heal. Can you change cool. as part of a move action? Eh, I kind of climbed up you and got yeah, okay, stood up. Right. You know, it's fine. It's fine. It is Zane's turn. His 
Photon energy is at its peak. He is blazing in that red glow. He also looks very bad. And he drops to one knee, and his solarian blade turns back into that moat. And then the tip of his finger turns into a moat. And then his hand into a few more moats. And then his arm and his body, and then the before you know it, he is surrounded by these moats. And he says, I will kill you, Merrick, like I killed your father. And then he disperses into a wave of particles of photon energy, and he becomes a photon swarm. As he circles around you, Merrick, he encompasses you. Uh, You're going to take some uh, swarm damage. Uh, You take 16 points of fire damage as he just swirls around you searing you, burning you with every touch of his being. And he, does he stay as a swarm after the attack? Uh, yep. Fucking Christ. Uh, Cody, it is your turn. So he's fully swarm? Or he's fully a swarm? He is a swarm right now, yes. Okay, I can't do much with that. Does it look like, it looked like the weapons hurt the sandworm, right? Oh yeah, yeah, it, yes. Okay, I'm gonna drop in the ship then, and I'm gonna go after the sandworm. Okay. As I, I just, I'm like, uh, yeah, just a little four. Oh, perfect. And I drop. And I'm going to try to, like, land right through the, like, hole. You know what? I'm not going to make you roll for this. That's cool as fuck. I'm just going to say it happens. Um, yeah, Short Jack lines up a perfect... Uh, he opens up, like, the, the cockpit hatch. And the front window is open. And you manage to just, like, fall right into the pilot seat as he scurries out of the way. And he jumps into the engineering station. I want to give Cody a thumbs up as he when he lands. That's awesome. <laughs> That's rad as hell. Sick flying, Short Jack. Mind if I take over? No, no, I, I'm not going to lie. The steering wheel's probably a little sweaty. I'm sorry. Uh, hey, what do you think it's like when I'm done with it? Moist as fuck. And I just like turn the, like jam the ship to the side. I don't know if I can do this with whatever's happening and like flip and burn it so that I'm like flying backwards facing the sandworm. Slams into the train, derailing it. <laughs> yeah, just, oh no. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll say that. And I will say uh, like on your next subsequent turns, you're just going to be rolling ship damage. Merrick. It is your turn. You're currently being absolutely swarmed. These particles that are your brother. Yep. Always tricks with you, Zane. Just doing it the way we were trained isn't good enough, eh? Also, your imitation of mother was weak. I believe the call sounded more like... As I try to take control of the worm. <sighs> okay. <laughs> How do we do this. this? I think we are going to have to do a, a like a, a contested charisma check. All right. Oh, I guess there is no handle animal in this game, is there? No. no. I think this is going to be a sheer force of will. Um, so you guys, we're going to roll off. Add your charisma bonus to the roll, and we'll see what happens. Come on, baby. What'd you get? You got a 17. I got a 17. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> That's wild. The buzzing motes you can hear are going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sandworm stops. And I will say on its next turn, it doesn't get to act as it tries to figure out who it's supposed to be helping. All right. And now I'm going to try to attack a swarm. Can you attack a swarm? How does swarm mechanics work in Starfinder? I mean, if you supernova, you don't have to really aim, right? I'm in graviton mode. Oh, shit. I don't know what that means. Swarms are tough. Um, They're immune to attacks that target a single creature. 
Anything that attacks in an area does 50% more damage. Um, anything that it affects multiple targets, takes nor- they do take normal damage. Fuck, I don't have anything I can do. I'm just might die to this fucking swarm. Of course, Dane had a swarm in his back pocket because he knew I'd fucking kick his ass. <laughs> I just took the coolest Solarian abilities. You say swarms take double damage to area effects? 50% more damage to 1.5. Well, that'd be some damage. <laughs> Merrick pulls out a frag grenade. Okay. And I unpin it in my hand. Um, okay. <laughs> and I let it go off. Oh, sweet. This is great. All right. You're so lucky I can heal. You're so lucky. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're still on the train, aren't you, Duran? Yeah, you I sure yeah. am. You could barely see through these blinding moats, but it does look like Merrick just detonated a grenade in his hand. <laughs> you went aliens too on us. Cool. Roll me some damage. So the total damage is 8, so he would take 12. Yeah, Merrick gets a reflex save. I don't get a reflex save. Yeah, I fail. I'll take the full damage anyway. <laughs> it's fine. That's the difference between us, Zane. I'll, I'm straightforward. You're a conniving little bitch. How did you kill my dad, eh? Poison? Ooh, oh, shit. That's behind him? You unethical monster? As you are yelling and berating Zane, you can see that the moats are getting bigger. They're burning brighter. They're burning hotter. And in your head, you can hear, like, it sounds like Zane is talking through a thousand different people. And he says, I am the strength of this tribe. I will be the one to lead it to glory, to power. You would lead it to ruin. You lead everything to ruin. You wanted your father to train you, and he trained you, and he died because of you. If you had just stayed the weak little whelp that you were, he would still be alive. This is your fault, Merrick, and I want you to know that as I tear you piece from piece. I am strength. What do you have that you think that you can beat me? Freedom, Zane. I left. I made my own choices, made my own friends. Learn my own way. I'm not imprisoned to some ideal that that our terrifying mother put into you of what you had to be. That you had to be like her. Who are you, Zane? Who is Zane? Just an echo of the past. I am power. You cheeky little bastard. How many words are in your vocabulary? Six? He begins laughing, and it's manic, and it's distracting. And as you are getting hit with these little particles burning you and searing your flesh... You remember the lesson your father taught you. You're back on that mesa, cross-legged, holding those two spheres, and Baron kneels down in front of you, and he says, The pain caused by fire and cold are nearly indistinguishable despite being polar opposites. Opposing forces do not bring balance. A righteous man can lead his people to suffer just as much as a cruel one. Balance is not towing the line between one extreme or another. There is no strength found in suffering. No power to be had in enduring pain. I told you to stop them from hurting you. But you haven't, have you? No. He places his large hands underneath yours and slowly turns them so that your palms are facing down causing you to drop the two spheres. It is easy. We let them go. We let go of that which no longer serves us. 
We let go of that which causes us pain. We allow ourselves to feel pain when we need to. We allow ourselves to feel peace when we can. Balance comes when we let go of both together. What gives us strength, Merrick? Our, our purpose? He smiles. What gives us strength, Merrick? Our purpose. What gives us strength? Our purpose. And there will be a day where you will need to let go of your peace to fulfill our purpose. But there will be many more days where you must let go of your pain. As Zane circles around you, laughing, cackling, he says, You have nothing, Merrick. You have nothing to stop me. I have my purpose, Zane. It's all I've ever needed. To do the right thing. And I'll do that today when I defeat you. I'll do that tomorrow when I end this conspiracy. And I'll do it the next day when I kill some kind of evil god, goddammit. As you say that, the black blade in your hand explodes with light. A blistering, blinding blue light. And you enter into a mode that you are not familiar with. Not the red glow of Photon or the deep purple of Graviton, but a cerulean blue. You can feel those motes get repelled as Zane is pushed back into his corporeal form. And Durin, you see this blinding blue light. You cannot see Merrick. It is just light. Okay. And then it slowly dims down. Cody, the readings, energy readings on the, the persistence are going fucking crazy. Then the light subsides. Merrick is covered in this blue aura. His solarian blade no longer black, but blue. Cody, it is your turn. Uh, I'm going to open fire on the sandworm. Okay. You want to roll attacks? Uh, yes, please. Oh, I assume I'm doing ship. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the computer just adds a plus one, right? Because I'm going to use it. Yep. And yeah, so 30. Yes. Yeah, you hit. As I just try to like fucking light this thing up. I'm going to say that when you, uh, your attack is going to count as Jenny. So she's going to uh, just unleash uh, a torrent of the torpedoes and you light up the uh, sandworm with the two front laser cannons. Short check is pushing all power to the weapons and you end up just tearing a hole through this sandworm and Kathan pulls himself up out of the uh, hole and he looks at Durin. He says, this is what you wanted me to do, right? As he whips a thermite into the hole of the uh, sandworm. I just give him a shrug back. <laughs> <laughs> as you see, it starts spitting gouts of flame as it begins wiggling around and it slams into the track in front of the train and then falls off and into the ground and into the desert below with a thunderous thud as dust and debris and rock get shot up into the air. Hey, can't stand the heat. Get out the desert. And Merrick, it is your turn. You are currently under the effects of strength of purpose. So the way this is going to work uh, in terms of mechanics... Uh, this is an ability that you have now unlocked. Once per day, you can expend RP equal to a quarter of your maximum RP to activate Strength of Purpose. 
Once activated, you roll a number of d6 equal to your Solarian level and restore that much stamina. You may also re-roll the saving throws against any ongoing effects you are currently under using the original DC of the triggering effect. When activating Strength of Purpose, you decide whether or not you're entering into Graviton or Photon mode. If you're already in one of those modes, you can switch to the other, but your attunement does not reset. Jesus Christ. All right. So you are going to heal uh, 7d6 stamina. Yeah, so I heal 24 stamina. Um, so it is your choice if you want to stay in Graviton or switch to Photon, whatever you want to do now. But you are now burning blue and bright. Sick. And how long does it last? Or like just like like in any other mode, it doesn't do a lot after it's on. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Once the the big thing is the the healing burst and the yeah. the will say or the the saving throw thing when you enter into it. Cool. Yeah. So I'm going to go into photon mode, and I will I would be fully attuned at this point in time. Okay. And he's still swarming around me. Nope. He is he is back to being corporeal. Oh, fantastic. So I'm just going to make an attack. You've taught me a lesson today. Thank you. It wasn't just Baron that made me stronger. It was Cody. It is Durin. It's Boomer, it is everyone I've ever fought. Those people have made me stronger. And now today, so have you. Thank you. As he makes an attack, does 26 hit. He charges towards you. His blade coming hard and fast and ferocious, the way that you expect Zane to attack. How do you kill Zane? Merrick, once again, with the strength of purpose. For a second, he does regret what he's about to do. You know, he wishes there was another way. He's had all these flashbacks today of what could what could have changed and what happened, but he realizes that you can't change the past, and all you can do is take the lessons from it, remember all those good moments, memories he had with his father, and sort of just take that with him as he moves forward. So Merrick lets it all go. As Zane comes in with rage and anger, he sort of just sidesteps a little bit, uses Zane's momentum with him, raises his brand new blue blade as Zane pierces himself through it and as his head is sort of on Merrick's shoulder as he's dying, Merrick's gonna say, I'm sorry. I will change everything. It's not just you. Our clan is toxic. We'll purify it all as Merrick sort of gives it a final twist. And he takes a couple steps back and he looks down at the wound and he looks at you and he says how? As he falls back off the train, his robes whipping in the wind into the desert below. And there's a quiet as the persistence takes flight beside you guys. And Merrick, you're standing there covered in your brother's blood. What would you like to do? Uh, all right. Uh, let's get Satir and everyone on the ship. Um, and let's let's get out of here before we find out where the train goes. That sounds like a good idea. Cody's going to pull up next to the train. Yeah, as everyone's sort of like getting like on the on the uh, on the ship, Merrick's going to take one last moment to stare, sort of in the desert at the view, take it all in, say a little prayer and kasathin for Zane. Uh, like he fell into the desert, correct? Like his body did. Yes, he's happy with that as a resting place, and just sort of follows everyone else in. Cool. Yeah, you guys uh, get on the persistence. Kathin is uh, carrying Satir and he manages to to like hand him off onto the loading dock and jump on board as well with you guys. And then you watch the train continue on into Gentino. Then there is a flash as a silver streak crosses by the windshield. Is it a silver ship we recognize? Nope. It's not a ship. And then there is a strong 
slam on the starboard side of the ship, and you guys are being pushed towards the ground. Oh, fuck off. Can I do anything? Give me a pilot check. Captain, want to give me pilot inspiration? (laughs) Here we go. Cody, figure this out. I got a 31. You manage to spin the ship before it hits the ground, and as it spins, the cockpit turns around and facing on the ground is Azen, (laughs) holding the front of the persistence in place. And he slams the persistence down into the ground uh, without any damage, because Cody managed to stop it. He jumps onto the front of the ship, and he looks at you, Merrick, and he is very much in that sort of feral look uh, that you saw the first time on the cube. And those blue lights that ripple under his skin are now red and they're flashing. They're pulsing faster than you've ever seen. And his eyes are bloodshot. He's covered in sweat and dirt. And he looks at you, Merrick, and he says, it is time. You have something that belongs to me and I want it back. Just another one of those days. (laughs) You mean this as I pull out the vial? He cocks his head and he looks confused. It's never been the vial. And he says, I don't want that. I want the robot. And he points to Cody. 